Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the 120th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. And surprisingly, this week, we have a theme. That's a first. It's a loose theme. Um, <laughs> it's a loose theme. It's a couple of things happened to me this week, uh, and if you had to group, if you had to force group them together, it would be going in. I had expected expectations that it would go one way, but having gone through it, another thing happened. So it's a Marlowe Stanfield race there, dude. Yeah, it's just. Uh, you want it the one way, but it's the other way. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna start from the very beginning, and then I'm gonna go to basically eight hours ago. Um, oh, what happened? So earlier in the week, I'm working, and I get a call from a Boston number, and then I let it go because who picks up random numbers, right? <laughs> But then I've been getting a huge influx of those lately. Just so you know, yeah. I, I usually am one of those people to pick up random numbers. Now I just I can't do it. Yeah, I just I never do it. If it's important enough, you'll leave a message and I'll call back. Honestly, I, I feel like I I only use it just because uh, I'm curious. I'm just curious to know what you got going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. To, it's like when Sebastian Maniscalco goes, "Hey, what's going? No, 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 no." What's going on over there? <laughs> Have I, did I tell you about when the FBI called me? The, 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 the fake FBI called me? Yes. Okay, alright. I can't remember no. if I told that on here, but anyway, continue. My bad. Boston number um, called you. You ignored it. Boston number calls me. I ignore it. And then they call again in a few hours, and I'm like, that's interesting. It's very rare that one of these numbers calls twice. Right. And then they call again. And I was like, all right, this seems like someone's trying to get a hold of somebody. I haven't picked up yet, by the way. Um, just a work clear. And then the last time they call, it's around 6.30, and I'm, and I'm not really like f- uh, 5 o'clock, and I'm still working. Obviously, because it's still 5 o'clock. Of course. And I go, hey, uh, it's Sandy. Uh, uh, who is this? And they go, this is the Verizon Cancellation Department. And I go, squeeze me. Um, they go, yeah, it looks like we, uh, you canceled a, a triple play recently. And I go, yeah, I did cancel triple play. She goes, can I ask why you decided to cancel? And I go, of course. It's very expensive. Yes, you may. Yes, you can. Um, I go, listen, it's too expensive for my blood. <laughs> it's 140 bucks a month for TV that I don't watch, a phone I won't use, and the internet that barely works. <laughs> And, is, only, is this really? Is this really what you said? I, this is really what I said. Oh my this god! This is really what I said. Yeah, and I go, and because I'm moving, I decided, you know what? I don't watch TV. I don't need that. Don't need a phone. Don't need a landline. You know, I don't have friends calling me asking if I can go out and play. <laughs> um, hey, Mr. Zoo, can Sandy come out and play? Um, that's not happening anymore. And I, I only need the basic internet because it's just me. And I think you're the one who told me before that, like, playing video games online doesn't take that much internet. 
No, it really doesn't. Right? So I was like, okay, I don't need that. And then I don't need... I'm not, like, making movies. I'm not uploading stuff. Right? Or uh, it's just one person streaming Netflix. It's not like I'm streaming Netflix on all my devices simultaneously. Yeah, you, um, you ain't living until you do it. Well, that's true. Um, so I only need the 50 up, 50 down. Knowing I won't ever get 50 up, 50 down, but they were trying to upsell me to be like, hey, do you play video games and stream movies and like do all this other stuff? You sound like you need 150 up, 150 <laughs> down. I go, uh, what am I torrenting movies all day? <laughs> like, I, like, Reza, I need you to write me this program to torrent every movie file that ever existed. Tell you what, um, unless you upload in those movies at the same time, <laughs> yeah, you right. That up, you you could go you could go 150 down and maybe like we'll go like 25 up. Right. So that's why I have 50 50. Now, she goes, uh, all right. Well, I don't see that second order in my system, and I go, what are you talking about? I'm putting. I'm like starting to pull up my uh, my uh, my receipt, my confirmation email. She goes, yeah. Uh, what you need to do is order it here because what we've been experiencing is a couple of technical difficulties through our website. So we're asking our customers to order through the phone. And I go, hold on. What's the email address you have on file? And she gives me my email address. I go, Psh. I go, crap. Try again. I go, hey, what's the, what's the, what's the installation address you have on file? And she has that too. Where I go, Wait, that's weird. Why would she have that? Is this real life? Is this still fishing? Because I didn't want to give her any information, right? Yeah. Um, but she was giving me my information. I go, crap. She goes, you. it would be best if you order through me because that way I know it's here on my end and we can confirm that order. And I go, you're telling me that my confirmation email that's come through the system is not valid. She goes... I just don't see it on my system here. And I go, I have a confirmation email with an order number, and you don't see an order number on your side. Right. Like, can I just read that order number back to you? Right. And you confirm? Yeah. And I did. And she goes, I don't see it in my system here. And I go, this doesn't make any sense because you guys are a telecommunication company. And you're telling me that your website doesn't work. <laughs> I go, transfer me to customer service. She goes, our phones aren't equipped to transfer people. And I go, all right. Of all the of all the lies that you could have used, right? That's the, the one you go with. The telecoms company can't transfer calls. Yeah, right. I should. We should point out quickly. That you've had your identity stolen multiple times in the past, so I've this had, is you being wary of. Yeah, of such, I get my identity stolen about once a year, which is insane to me. I've never had mine stolen once, but but so that 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 would explain that will explain why you're so wary, especially considering you didn't make that call. You were being cold called by some random Boston number. Right. I wonder if it's because of how many credit cards I have. I have no idea. It's that still seems. I also weird don't to me. use. Right. Like, I don't use my credit cards everywhere. Right. It, it seems weird to me. Anyways. So, I hang up on her, and I call customer service, and I go, hey, I got a weird call from the cancellation department. We got to walk ourselves through this. So, the, they are able to confirm my order 
and the fact that my order is uh, green internally on their side. The green is good. Mm-hmm. Well, I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, this isn't, you know, this isn't Russia where they use white. Um, but I go, all right, good to see that my order is green. But wh- can somebody explain to me who this woman is calling me from this Boston number? And I kid you not, I was transferred around eight times <laughs> internally. Jeez. Trying to get to the bottom of this. Now, I'm working, right? I have my headphones in. Right. I'm sitting in front of my monitor. I'm working on one screen, and I got my Verizon shit on the other screen. And I'm just like, by this time, I, I'm just like, you know what? I don't care who's around me. You're going to have to listen to my Verizon phone call. Nobody can get to the bottom of who called me. They're like, we don't know. Um, they transferred me to the cancellation department. They're like, our phones can definitely transfer to people. I mean, that's how you got here. Um, and then I got sent to the fraud department, but there was just like, uh, we're all about just blocking phone numbers. That's all I do. And I go, well, then why am I talking to you? He goes, I don't know. What kind of advice do you have? Yeah. What is this? What can you do for me? He goes, I can't do anything. I go, then what are we, what are we doing? I mean, couldn't you just, doing? couldn't you just read them back the phone number? And I did. And verify. I did. Okay. And, and they weren't able to. This is just, this is silly. This is ridiculous, this is, dude. Right, right. This is one of those things where we're just like you just you you put your hands up in the air. And you're like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, I get transferred lastly to this woman named Nancy. And this entire time, because I'm making this phone call from my desk, I'm very nice on the phone. You know, I'm not trying to lose my I'm not trying to lose my cool. <laughs> The cool, the cool internally has been lost severely, though, right? Oh my gosh, it's just scorched earth right now. Um, yeah, I'm just a massive internal burn victim. Um, and she goes, I go, hey Nancy, this is the situation. Can you please double check my order status? And can you please tell me about this phone call that I had, where I want to give you all the pertinent details, and you give me your point of view. Luckily. Nancy's been with Verizon for 25 years. Oh, Nancy knows what's up then. Nancy knows what's up. In fact, Nancy knows every in and out of the customer service realm on Verizon. She knows where all the bodies are hidden. So, she calls, she goes, give me the number. I'll figure it out. I'll put you on hold for a brief moment, and then I'll come figure it out. She calls, uh, and then she puts, she, she comes back and she goes, listen, they're a third-party vendor that Verizon uses to go after people who have canceled their uh, their service and just try to get them back. And she goes, there's no reason why she would have said her phones can't transfer because that doesn't make any sense. And if anything, she was trying to steal somebody else's commission. I see. I go, that's interesting. She's trying that to steal Verizon.com's commission. Yeah. So that was a two-hour phone call. I thank Nancy profusely. I get off the phone. I start working a little bit. Reza, I wish I could tell you that was the only woe with customer service that I had that night. Because now I'm starting to get a little hungry. And I realize, oh, wow, I haven't eaten dinner yet. What time is it? Oh, it's like 9.30. Jesus, man. That explains the hunger. (laughs) So I go on the Seamless. And I have a corporate Seamless account. So... I get about 20 bucks a night, 
and I can order as much as I want, up to 20 bucks, and I can also like uh, connect accounts. So in case I want to order with other people, you can or you can add as many people as you want, and you just add everyone's uh, allowances in. Okay. So most people, what they do is they'll get a few people, so you can order more things. You know what I mean? Right. So I found this Greek place, Uncle Nick's. Put an order in 9.30. And I go, great. 30 to 45 minutes. I'll see you then. Well, 20 minutes goes by. And they call me. And they go, oh, wow, is this the, the, the uh, delivery guy? Oh, man. This is one of those rarefied moments where it comes early. They go, hey, is this Sandy? Oh, yeah, what's up? They go, listen, this is Uncle Nick's. I'm really sorry to have to do this, but I got to cancel your order. What? <laughs> Why? The the kitchen's closed. We we weren't supposed to be on Seamless. Uh, sorry, buddy. We gotta cancel your order. I'm gonna let Seamless know so they can credit your account back so you can order again. Go great. Now it's nine fifty. Right. So I I put an order in. I had a place around the block. Now you're asking. I could have gone out. You could have used a fresh air. You don't leave the office during the day. <laughs> yeah, but it's because of that moment where my butt was firmly, at this point, molded into the chair, I wasn't getting up. Also, it's 10 p.m. You're still working, and it's uh, it really throws off your groove. If you're going to get up at 10 p.m., you might as well go home. Right. Exactly. Because it's – I would have to walk past the subway entrance to get to this place, and I would have just been like, yeah, I'm going home. Sorry, we'll just walked right back, right, walked right onto the yeah. subway. Yeah, no bag, no coat, just um, that's it, that's it. <laughs> Can't do this. Um, there's no call. Thirty minutes in, I'm gonna go. That's interesting. There's no call. Forty five minutes in, and there's no call an hour in. And so I call them and I go, hey. This is Sandy. I put a seamless order in about an hour ago. Where's my food? And they go, hey, it says we delivered your food 40 minutes ago. 40 minutes ago. I go, what? No, no, you didn't because I don't have my food. And they go, well, the delivery guy said they tried calling you and you never picked up. And I go, no, that's, that's funny because I don't have any missed calls on my phone. And they go, is your number like 607, yada, yada, yada? I go, no, that's not my phone number. <laughs> How wrong was, was like, the phone number? Was it like one number off? Was it? Oh, every number was off. Every number. Every number was off. Oh, Jesus. My number starts with a 484. <laughs> and you hit me with a 607. And I go, I don't know why. Oh, my God. Why tonight? And luckily, he goes, listen, what I'm going to do is... I'm going to make your dinner order for tomorrow's lunch. So I got it that way, at least. But I went home so salty that night. This was Wednesday night. Uh, well, I went home so salty. It was not about that life at all. And I got back at around 1230. So the next day. The next day, I'm working. And then my good friend Nicole texts me. She goes, "Hey, what are you doing? Any dinner plans?" I go, "No, I, I don't have any dinner plans." She goes, "Let's let, let's get together." So you know that means the Smith, because we both love the Smith. We both equally love the Smith. 
Now, surprise, surprise. Because I was at the office for as long as I was the night before, I was going to bug out at 5 o'clock. I was like, there's no thing in the world that's going to make me stay. So, 5 o'clock, I bug out. I want to go work out because I just want to work out all this aggression, you know? And that's when uh, Nicole texts me and goes, listen, great. It gives me a chance to do a quick interval training uh, in the... In the subway. In the uh, in the gym. I'll shower and I'll come right back up. So. Get my go workout in. Get my shower in. We actually like sort of meet up around the same time. Which is always really nice. Now. I didn't put a reservation in. Because I didn't think I was going to have dinner plans. And. When I went to go look on open table. They go there's no, there's no tables. And when we try walking. And when we walked in we put our names down. They go, yeah, it's going to be about 30 to 45 minutes. That's a long time. And I don't like to wait, especially at the Smith. Just because I've always had a reservation at the Smith. Yeah. So we go to the bar, and they say, all right, well, no, give us your phone number. We'll text you. Five minutes goes by. We can't even get a drink yet because we can't figure really? out where there's an opening in the bar. And they text us. Oh, your, your table's ready. Wow. What happened oh. to 30 to 45 minutes? Exactly. What happened to 30 to 45 minutes? Like um, I, I, I've had it happen where I go, they go 30, 45 minutes, like 10, 15 minutes goes by, you right. know, a few people leave a little earlier than they expect, but five minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They just, they, they bounced. Now, we sit down. It's a, it's a lovely meal. We're catching up. We, uh, obviously we enjoy each other's company immensely and we're, on to the dessert and coffee portion of our evening. It's about two hours in. I don't think I told you this yet. Um, Nicole brings up the question about Hawaiian pizzas. Hey, what do you think about Hawaiian pizzas? I go, well, I like them. Although I don't like the Canadian bacon on a Hawaiian pizza. I go, but that's because they're in, you know, they were invented in Canada. She goes, how did you know that? I was going to... I was going to tell you that Hawaiian pizzas were invented in Canada. <laughs> so I go, Reddit, I go, I go, Reddit told me that like three months ago. Uh, that was a, that was a TIL. And, uh, clearly you're TILing right now. Um, and then I go, listen, I, like Reza, you've never had a Hawaiian pizza, right? Right. Um, the thing about Hawaiian pizza is grilled pineapple is great. Don't like grilled pineapple. That's why I don't like Hawaiian. That's why I don't like pineapple on my pizza. That's fair. That is a fair reason. When other people just say that fruit doesn't belong on a pizza, to me, that's just dismissive. <laughs> right? Because I've had pear and gorgonzola pizza at a very famous uh, pizza joint on Carmine Street. And that is some sublime stuff. I believe that fruits can be on veg on, on fruits can be on pizzas. And depending on who you ask, tomatoes are fruits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? I, I, I can certainly I can certainly understand fruits on pizza. Uh, I, I there's not necessarily one that I can pick off right now off the top of my head that I'd say would be good, but I'm, I'm not. I'm certainly not opposed you ever to have trying to find one. <laughs> I just something about like pineapple. I, I like it cold. And that's fair. I guess when it's that's grilled fair. in the citrus, like like the tangy flavor, I don't know. Just, yeah, it doesn't. When that is warm, so you like it's not my thing. You like pineapples 
chilled. In Loved a sense. pineapples chilled. Yeah. So you know how tangy it is and how sweet it is. Yeah. Uh, and how after you eat a pineapple, like there's no other fruit that stands a chance, flavor wise, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like everything just tastes kind of like a pineapple at that point. Well, Canadian bacon isn't salty or spicy enough to counteract the power that is a pineapple. So what you really need is a spicier sausage or even a saltier sausage to balance the sweetness and the tanginess of pineapple. So I've always been under the uh, the consideration that, yeah, Hawaiian pizzas are fine. I mean, most people remember the Hawaiian pizza that they had on a terrible, like the old school Domino's, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. the like the fat crust Domino's. Yeah. Like, that, that's no good. Um, I mean, Domino's has vastly improved their, their pan-fried offering. But that's not the point. Uh, as I'm, t- as I'm saying all this stuff about Hawaiian pizza, there's this sort of young couple around our age, uh, Nicole and my age, sitting to the left of us. And then the, the woman goes to the bathroom and she turns around, she goes, you don't know how wrong you are about Hawaiian pizzas. <laughs> and I go, you better come right back after the bathroom because we're about to have a conversation. You walked into it now. And on my right side is this older couple. And his wife has gone to the bathroom. So he's sort of leaning in, listening to ours. And he goes, I like, I like Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> I go, I think it's great. Real, real quick, the Smith is super close-knit. Like, you're right next to other people's tables. So that's yeah. why people are able to, like, hear, even if yeah. they're not, like, intentionally listening in. Yeah. But it sounds um, like they're just intentionally, like, they're just, like... <laughs> Hey, what are these guys talking about? Like they're just, I want they're, just they're just listening to you. They don't they're they're having no conversations of their own. Right. Um and then we just start I start, you know, giving the spiel about how the tanginess of pineapple is really impo- overpowering and you need a stronger base. Uh you need a stronger base note with uh with the sausages. And the young guy goes, Are you a cook? You're a chef? He goes, No, no, I just I like I like cooking a lot, but you know, I I'm not I'm not a chef. He goes, Man, you're a real foodie. And he goes to Nicole, goes, man, you're really lucky to have him. And I go, wait, what? Um, and then <laughs> when she comes back, so wait, when both what? of the, yeah, uh, wait, what now? Um, when both of the women come back, uh, we sort of talk about Hawaiian pizza for a little bit more. But we're like, hey, you know, where are you from? What are you up to? The older couple goes, uh, it's, it's their like uh, 50th wedding anniversary and she's taking him out to see the oh no i'm sorry it was his 50th birthday i think it was his 50th birthday okay and it was her her gift to him was like a week in new york they're from ohio and then she goes i i remember when i was your guys's age i met my husband when i was 22 years old i go oh jesus um, she thinks I'm 22 years old. Uh, she goes, yeah, you know, I just want to, I want to give you guys a piece of advice. It goes fast. Hold on to every moment. We're four kids deep. They're all in college now. And I just, I remember like it was yesterday when I was in your guys' shoes. And I was like, oh, this is, this is deep. This is some deep stuff. <laughs> Um, 
they ended up leaving. And then we started talking to the young couple. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Um, he was half Filipino, half Greek. She was half Puerto Rican, half white. She spoke perfect Spanish. Like, perfect, perfect Spanish. Um, and he goes to me, he goes, hey, you Filipino? And I go, you motherfucker. <laughs> he goes, I go, no, dude, I know I'm dark. All right, but I'm Chinese. All right. He goes. You sound, oh, like, the, you sound like the dude. From, you sound like Chappelle <laughs> in his uh, in his killing him softly special. Right. I'm he's, Chinese. He's like everyone's Chinese. Hey, I am Korean. Do I look Chinese to you? Yes, motherfucker, you do. <laughs> yeah. It's um. So we talked about like, oh, what are you guys in town for? He goes, oh, you know, we're we're engaged. We're getting married in August. He goes, oh, congratulations. I go, all right, you guys, tell us a story. How did you guys meet? And this guy tells stories like you and I tell stories. Like, he could not get to the point of the story. Like, <laughs> she at one point goes, you got 40 seconds to finish the story up. Otherwise, I'm, I'm jumping in. <laughs> turns out, turns out he was that girl's waiter. And she came in with a friend. And he was shamelessly but effectively flirting with both of them. This was confirmed by her. She goes, he, he was shameless, but it was effective. And when the bill came, like he was giving them all this free stuff, yada, yada, yada. When the bill came, her friend wrote her number down. So the next day he calls and she goes, yeah, I didn't give you my number. He goes, well, I've got you. I've got a number here. And then she calls her friend and her friend's like, oh my God, I can't believe he called, yada, yada. <laughs> So about a month goes by, they're texting, whatever, they're, 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 they're chatting, and they're trying to set up a date. And so their first date, they're by the waterfront in Baltimore, right? Or D.C. They're by the waterfront in D.C. And they go to a bar, and they're having a good time, yada, yada. And he goes, I've got something to tell you. I've got a girlfriend. Oh, God. But that relationship isn't going well. I'm very unhappy. And what you've shown me today is what a good girl can be like and the happiness that's out there so this is what i'm going to do i'm going to give you my credit card you can get yourself whatever drink you want in the meantime i'm going to the bathroom i'm going to call my girlfriend i'm going to break up with her (laughs) now if you're still here when i come back that's great but if not i totally understand and he goes to the bathroom and she goes what the fuck yeah yeah i could see that she goes well at least i'm getting a bucket of beers to figure like to figure this out and so he comes back, and she's still there. And that's sort of all she wrote four years later. We're sitting down at the Smith together, and they're getting married. Well, she was, like, frantically, like, trying to leave. But she was, like, trying to find her phone. Couldn't find her phone. I was like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? He comes back, and he's like, oh, she's great. She's still here. And she's just kind of yeah. awkwardly sitting there like, like uh, hey, I I'm guess I'll just sit. i my phone. Um, and so he goes, yeah, love is not convenient. And she goes... I've got another story that follows the love is not convenient um, theme. She goes, her mom was engaged to another man to be married. And her, her now father and her mom were close friends growing up. And they would write letters to each other because I think he was still in Puerto Rico and she was in America or whatever. So like a one or two letters a month, which is like pretty often if you think about it. And one day she calls him. She goes, hey, I'm getting engaged. And he goes, oh, my God, I got to celebrate with you. Let's meet in Miami. 
and then we'll celebrate the uh, your engagement. I, I, I love to celebrate in person. And when she when they show up, and when they meet for the first time, you know, at the hotel, whatever, and she's coming down the elevator with the elevator doors open. He proposes to her. Jesus. He goes, you can't marry this other guy. You gotta be with me. And you know what she did? She broke off the engagement. She broke off the engagement. Yo, how pissed would you be if you were that other dude? My my my, my questions were, what are in these letters? Dude. What are in these letters? Like, what words and in what order did he use that got you to, like, break off an engagement? Yeah. So we just started talking, and then he needed, like, he was in a, uh, he was in a uh, bit of a pickle at work where he wanted to negotiate for more money because he was doing all this extra stuff, right? Like, he's a commercial real estate broker. And he okay. works solely on commission, which is, like, terrifying, right? Like, 100% of your salary best not be on commission. Yeah. But he made 70 k last year. So it's like, all right, like, you know what you're doing, but that's also, a, you know, sort of a result on the market right now. And he goes, I'm also doing, like, all the social media stuff. I'm doing a lot of production work. I'm making a lot of videos. And these videos, when we show clients, like, we, we get a lot of leads. And we sign a lot of business. So it's like, oh, great, you're making a lot of, like, really good talking head videos, you know? Like, you, you, you know what a cl- talking head video is, right? It's yeah. Like when you, yeah, okay. It's like when you interview somebody and, like, you sort of just see them talking about stuff. But it's, like, done in an, art- like a, like an artful way. Like, they're sort of pivoted to, like, the left or right side and they're looking, like, off the camera and all that stuff. He goes, I, I do all of our firm social media stuff so like facebook twitter yada yada i'm answering like everyone there i'm cultivating a presence i'm on all the forums and then like getting leads that way and he goes i just want i don't want to do it for free anymore and i was like you know tell us you know tell us as much information as you can and nicole and i can help you negotiate and he told us all the stuff, and he was telling me that this other guy who was doing less than what he was doing was getting paid 5 k a month to do it. And this guy wanted 3 k and he was doing twice as much work and bringing in, like, over twice as much business. Right. I'm like, buddy, like, come on. Like, the minimum you ask is 5 k The minimum. Yeah. But because you're doing so much more, start at, like, 8 or 9, and then, <laughs> and then negotiate your weight, like, and then start negotiating. But you can't shoot yourself in the face with 3 k um, so we basically, Nicole and I, we were at the Smith for, now mind you, we had already started the coffee and dessert portion of our evening. So we're like, we're we're already two hours into our dinner, which is sort of like a standard amount of time that Nicole and I spend together at dinner, two, two and a half hours, and then we call it. Reza, we were there for five hours. <laughs> We walked into the restaurant at 7.30, sat down around 7.40, and when I looked at my watch, I was like, hey, let's get out of here. It's 12.40. Jesus, man. 12.40 a.m. And I wanted to, funny enough, I was like, oh, great, you know, Nicole's back in town. Let me catch up with her a little bit. Roger, I got to go home and play Mass Effect. I want to unwind. 
but this was a great night. It was one of those moments where they kept saying, like, are you two together? And we're like, no, we're not together. Are you sure? Like, yeah, oh, no, I, I think we would know. Because <laughs> you guys just seem so so great together. I, the funny, funny, funny thing about that phrase. Lena was just talking about that to me this weekend. She's like, she she can't stand that phrase. You guys are great together. Yeah, because it's such it it's something that people typically say to you when they see you for you know a very short period of time, and during that period of time, like you're not really seen. Like people say it to you when you are like. A relationship relationships are so much more than just you know happy moments together in public they're also you know uh angry moments together you know right. whether you're in public or in private there's a lot more to there's a lot a lot more to a relationship than just the conversations that you're having with or around other people and so that's what people are seeing when they say you're great together but that's only like a very small tidbit of a relationship right it makes sense. But it was just funny because they were convinced that we were together. Right. And then we were telling how, like, She's you like, know, how no. we met and how long we've been together. Uh, how long we've been together. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Look at that. The slip of the century. No. Uh, how long we've been friends for. Yeah. And then, yeah, we were just there for five hours. And then we exchanged numbers. They're like, every you guys are ever in D.C., you got to come see us. You can stay with us. Like, you know, you have a friend in D.C. And the next day, we get a text from him. He goes, hey, you have changed my life. You helped me get an additional 5K a month. Wow. Not like a year, right? What? It's not like you went from 70 to 75. You went from 70 to 130. That's a guaranteed sixty a year. Yeah, that's, that's a guaranteed. That's the 60 only guaranteed on his contract right now, Sandy. Yeah, yeah, sixty base plus commission. Which, if we take last year, was seventy. He got one thirty. Right. Like, not for nothing. The fact that we got what over eighty percent of your last year's commission guaranteed is massive. It's huge. It's huge, and you're getting married, and you're gonna want to buy a house, and you're gonna want to have kids, like. These are massive moments. Um, so that was just uh, another story uh, of going in expecting a, you know, just a regular quiet night, uh, dinner with a close friend, and then it ended up being just one of those what we endearingly like to call a New York moment. I think where we just you talk to a stranger at dinner, and next thing you know, you're talking to them for three hours, like old friends. Right. Yeah. You know, I I do, however, see where you were what you were saying about this theme being kind of loose. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, I feel you. But but I brought it back. I brought it back. See, <laughs> I I thought one thing, but it was another thing. No. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Now the last the last story that I have happened last night. The first shout out. What forty minutes in? Goes to Greg and Steph, who celebrated their, uh, who are engaged to be married. And they gave us a date, September 2nd of 2018. I was about to say, that's only a week away from my book, 2018. Never mind. Big yeah, difference. Right. Yeah. Still a week away. But is then September 2nd also of 2018 also a Saturday or no? I think it is. Really? 
Oh, that or a Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. Why are you me all these questions? Because, man, I'm curious. September 2nd of 2018 is, is a Sunday. Oh, great. Um, I guess I'm taking... Uh, well, when's Labor Day? Uh, it's actually probably that weekend. It better be that weekend. It probably is. All I know is I ain't working that Monday. Of course not. Yeah, yeah it's it's that Monday. Boom. So we're, so we're fine. We're fine. Um... They had a very lovely engagement party last night at, at Lafayette, which happens to be one of my sister's favorite restaurants. Um, but they had this downstairs area that could seat over like a hundred people. So I walk, I walk in. I'm in a gray suit, no tie. I'm looking great. I'm wearing suspenders, um, also known as braces, uh, with the buttons. Right? I don't do the clasp. You know this. Beautiful pocket square. Hair did right. I just got my hair cut on Friday for this. <laughs> You're feeling yourself so much right now. Feeling myself so much right now. I look so good, Russ. I look so good. Um, and it was just funny because uh, I talked to Steph, the uh, the bride to be. I talked to her dad, and I was like, "Hey, let's be honest, you and me." He's never met me before. Good. It's just be honest with me. <laughs> what was your first thought when you saw Greg? <laughs> I'm trying to. And he goes, I thought he was a very lovely boy. Uh, he wasn't trying to put on airs. I really liked, you know, how down to earth he was. And I go, Mr. Kern, that's not the answer I'm looking for. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes, all right. Uh, what my dad <laughs> told me when I was looking for a wife, he goes, you want two of three things. White, Jewish, and has money. <laughs> <laughs> And luckily, what's like, two of yeah. three things? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you can be white and Jewish. Yeah, I get. Uh, you can be Jewish white has, has money, money. White has money. Yeah. All right. And he goes, "Well, I brought her mother home, and she's French, so you know, two out of three ain't bad." And I said the same thing to Steph. You know, it'd be nice if you had two or three things. And, and Greg is not Jewish. And Greg isn't that really that rich. Said it, Greg. I said it because you said it last night. Um, and he goes, but that dude is white. Um, he's a, he's straight Italian, that, that one. And then he goes, you know what? Two out of three ain't bad. Can't have everything in this life, right? It's funny because he goes, I wanted, I've always wanted a son. But I have four daughters. He had Steph, and he had, uh, I think, Steph's uh, next like uh, next youngest sister. And they waited 10 years. And he go, I think, I think now we're fine. And he got two more sisters. Or two more daughters. And he goes, I had to wait 15 years to bring a son into my family. Um, but, you know, we're starting to sit down. Uh, the parents are giving uh, some speeches, and it's great, and then... Uh, Greg and Steph have the, uh, have the mic and they go, listen, you know, we know that people think we've, I've waited a long time to do this, but why don't we just, we actually have a, I think a nice surprise for everyone here. Wouldn't it be nice if we got married tonight and everyone's like, why, what is this? This is nonsense. Like, cause we were told smart casual. 
So, like, no one's wearing a tie. Like, no one's fancy tonight. Right. I would have been so angry if I was at a wedding and I, didn't, I wasn't wearing a tie. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you that much right now. Really? Are people wearing ties to your wedding? I don't know what people are going to wear at my wedding yet. What's the dress code for yours? We haven't set a dress code, but it's on the beach. Like, there's, it's, the tie's not required. It's going to be, it's going to be some type of casual. Um, not, but not beach casual. I don't, I don't know what type of, I don't know what the phrase is. I don't, I don't know what the word is. I got to get it, obviously. We're going to be sending out invites soon. Are, are people wearing collared shirts? Collared shirts, you said? Yeah. I'd like, I'd like it, but, uh, yeah. Are we wearing I, shirts with buttons? I would, I would like it. But I'm not, I'm not, I got to talk to Lane about it. I can't, I can't I'm buying buy a linen suit. I can't Just so we're answers. clear. I know, you told me this before. I said, yeah, I'm buying a linen suit. suit and that day I'm not wearing socks. <laughs> that's, that's a good look. Actually, that's oh. a good, that, that'd be a good look. I'm wearing no show socks. Beautiful pair of shoes. So then, so you be ready. You should let me know if I'm wearing a tie or not. I, w- I will. Ideally, I will. I'm going to wear a tie. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. It's almost like it's all about you or something that day. I don't know. So, something like that. Yeah, but I'll wear I'll wear a beautiful linen suit and then uh, get a nice pocket square going. But uh, otherwise, I'm not... I mean, I'd love to wear a tie, but you gotta let me know if we are wearing a tie. Um, okay. You know, you, know, you, you know we sweat the same way. Yeah. And so I would like to head that off at the pass by not wearing a tie. But right. I also know <laughs> I will wear a tie no matter what. So all you got, all you got to know is that you you can head inside as soon as as soon as the ceremony is done, which is going to be quick. I'm going to be standing at the door <laughs> with binoculars, watching you get married. Watching you don't need binoculars. Away. You don't need binoculars. You might need to like cut down a couple branches though to see, but you won't. Need, need you won't be needing binoculars. As long as I can hear it, we're good. Gotcha. Um. But they go, why don't we just get married tonight? And you all know that Joe, our good friend Joe, shout out to Joe Pentec. You all know that Joe is an ordained minister. And we're like, what? What's happening? And he goes, Joe, why don't you come up here and let's get this ceremony started. And he stands up. And we're like, what? But luckily... Luckily, I'm sitting next to my friend Kate because Kate goes, there's no rabbi. They need a rabbi for this. And the reason why is when we when I went to Maine with Greg and Steph, she goes, I'm having a rabbi. Like there's that's we're not discussing it. I need a rabbi there. And then so we were like, this is a really bad April Fool's joke. Like it's kind of cringy. It's going it's going on quite a bit. Uh, don't know if this is the best idea. And they start going into it. Joe's got the speech written. They start holding hands. <laughs> and there's like people in the room like freaking out, like, oh my god, are they getting married right now? Jeez. And we're like, Are you serious? Like, how long are you how, how long are, are you committing this to this bit? <laughs> exactly. They ended up saying April Fools, but we're all like, Yeah, we know. That was it's like we're like, who let that out of the writing room? Who greenlit this idea? That is that was that was I. But no, the uh, I will say this: the food last night was phenomenal. Um, they had they're they're known for their chicken, 
and they came, it was all family style, and man, was that chicken great, and they had like, uh, some, some beef that was really good as well, they had, I mean, their french fries were out of control, um, they also had like, ice cream, and like, macaroons for everyone at the end, and it was, it was nice, thing is, it was an open bar, starting at 6.30, and people were going hard, um, people were surviving, but people were going hard, and then, by the time we hit the after party where we go to B-Bar, which is like a block away, people were like kind of dead. And there's two groups of people that were at the uh, the after party. There's people like me just sitting there. And all the people were just like, oh my god, I'm just going to relax for a second. I've been on my feet for the past six hours, and I kind of want to relax. And there's other people who are like, we have to drink shots to get through this. Um, but, you know, I had to go to bed. Also, also, I will say this, you're not off the hook, Pat Fogarty, but Pat spilled two drinks on me last night. Oof. Pat, Pat, in his, in his excitement, love Pat, Pat spilled like half a champagne, uh, half a food of champagne on my suit. And then when I went to the bathroom to clean off, and I go, I guess this is getting dry clean, because, you know, nothing, nothing says... Nothing says you're you're put together like smelling like alcohol. Um, I come back and no more than fifteen seconds goes by, <laughs> and he spills a beer on me. Ah, come on, Pat. I go, Pat, Pat, what are we doing? What's going on today, Pat? Pat had um, a rough one. Yeah, Pat, Pat, oh, Pat had a rough one. Um, but I'm gonna. What what I'm actually going to be able to do is I'm going to take all my suits and dry clean them so that when they come back from the dry cleaner, I'm just going to pack them away because I don't I don't need a suit anymore uh, pre move. Okay. So so this gives me a chance to like not move like dirty suits in a sense. Like I want them fresh so that I put them in my garment bags and then we move. Yeah. Um, movers have been selected. Service elevators are booked on both sides, and now it's just a matter of. Starting to pack up some boxes. Uh, in two weeks' time, when Earl gets back from India, we've rented a nine-foot van, and we're gonna move like all everything that's not furniture-based, because I can't move furniture on a, on a weekend. Okay. I can order furniture and all that stuff. That's different, but like for an, an official move, in a sense, I can't be doing that. Yeah, um, makes sense. Yeah, what I'm gonna do that weekend is also hop over to IKEA. And then figure out my mattress situation. I'll get another get another mattress from IKEA. My current mattress is from IKEA. It's a six year it's six years old now, and it's it's been one of the best mattresses. It's, I like how firm it is. Um, and I'm gonna get some other things. So that way, when the move happens with all the furniture, like it won't like things will will pr- uh, be taken care of in a sense. I think I'll be in a good spot. That's good. Yeah. Now. Um, I have to decide if I want to order my couch uh, online, but I haven't sat in it yet. So I want to try and go to a West Elm and be like, hey, listen, like this is the couch I was thinking about getting. Do you have a couch that's similar somewhere so that I can at least put my butt in it and then like get a sense for how it feels, you know? Right. Um, and then I, they have a beautiful coffee table as well that I want. Um, so you've been to my room. 
and you know some of the artwork that's hanging on my wall. But I've gotten I've gotten rid of all of the movie poster stuff, right? But not the butts. And, but not the butts. Uh, okay. The butts are nice because they're in black and white. And what I've decided to do is I'm going to hang them up in my new place <laughs> in a gallery style. So just a gallery of butts. <laughs> just a gallery of butts. No, I want to use them as four anchor points around my apartment, and then I'm going to put different pieces of black and white photography around them or black and white pieces of art. Um, okay. I'm going to have and, – and to introduce color, I'm going to have splashes of color. So like if there's a black and white like painting but there's like a splash of red, I'll, 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 I would like that very much. Or like uh, just like black and white photography. Um, I think that's going to be nice and I'm going to offset all of the frames by buying different kinds of frames. Um, cause right now they're all like the same dark wood frame, but I like, you know, a thin brass frame would sort of break it up very nicely. So that's what I'm thinking about doing. Really making this an, an adult apartment, uh, if you were, if you were. So. Fair enough. Yeah. That's, that's all the stories I have, but I'll have you know that the last story about Greg trying to pull one over us. I thought we were going in for an engagement party. I didn't realize we had <laughs> Very up for loose. a bad stand-up so, routine. So loose, Andy. <laughs> I don't think so. In so, my defense, in my defense, I feel like the the thread that went through this was about as strong as what This American Life with Ira Glass has. <laughs> All right. That is again Sandy another Zoo, conversation that I was the having. The new with Ira Glass recently. confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. I don't know if you listened to the one with like adults, adults talking to kids or something like that, whatever it was, like yeah. adult conversations. Oh my gosh. That oh first, gosh. the first segment was strong. The second segment was, eh. Lena checked out of the second segment. She checked out the whole episode. She was like, I'm done. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. I told her, I was like, no, yeah, the, the fourth segment is, uh, is kind of sad. Like it's, it's just Iris speaking. It's, yeah. uh, it's good. So she, she toughed it out. But but you're right. You're right. Ira, they, this American Life definitely has very loose themes. Loose themes. And and you certainly continued that trend with the Stone Cold Sober podcast. Thank you. You're Thanks, welcome. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was my week. And and what a week it was. What a week it was. I hear yeah. you. Um. Real quick, since we're on this, we were on the subject of this American Life. Have you been listening? Have you listened to S Town at all? No. How is S Town? It's pretty good. It's um, I was I was I, I really didn't know what to expect. I I was literally on like Tuesday. I was looking at my I, I was listening to um the Crooked Media guys talking about their podcast and how they were second place to uh, S Town. It's like what the hell is S Town? And they mentioned this American Life, so I. I was like, oh, is that like a new serial? So I downloaded it. Uh, I, I saw that serial had an update, but it was just an S Town update. And I've been, I've been listening to it. Like, I like that they, they released all seven episodes at once because it really allows you just to kind of flow from one episode to the next. So there's not like a seven week gap between the information that you captured in the first episode to the last. So I've listened to four and three quarter episodes in about three days right now it's pretty good so far um i don't want to ruin it i don't really i really don't want to ruin anything so i can't really give you too many too much about it 
but uh, it's it's not it's not completely like serial esque. It's not it's not what I thought it was going to be in terms of that. Um, it's more like uh, in the field um, reporting. Like she's we're not we're not interviewing someone who's in jail or someone who's like inaccessible. You actually talk with like the the, the dude who's doing it. He's actually speaking to the people face to face a lot of the time. Oh wow! So um, you know, there's no c- crappy prison phone that that we're speaking into or crappy recordings with a random director relaying the story from season two you're actually getting like you know solid quality conversations most of the time people talking in person um i think you should listen to the first i think like the i think the first two episodes like you don't really want to give you don't you don't want to judge it too quickly after the first episode you'll have to listen to the second episode to get more of an idea of where the where the show's really going and maybe even the third episode to really understand where it's going to go in the end wow okay i'll definitely give it a shot it definitely sounds like something that i would like yeah it's it's pretty good um i don't know how i'd rank it compared to serial since i haven't finished listening to it yet but it's different all right i'll definitely uh let me check it out. I, I haven't listened to to that uh, show at all, but obviously I hear them advertising it. So right, yeah, there, it takes place in, in Alabama. Lots, oh, my favorite lots, state. Lots of southern accents. Lots and lots um, of southern my accents. State. My favorite state in the union. Um. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but that's all I have. All right. Well, I guess I don't really have anything to talk about for the last. You know, a few minutes. So we'll just call it here. All right, cool. I'm sorry I monopolized the time. No, nah, it's all um, good. I didn't have but, any, I didn't really have anything more. So, <laughs> well, I do like I, I do like your uh, your 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 feedback and commentary throughout the stories, though. It really helped me, huh? Stay grounded on. <laughs> stay on. Stay on the loose theme of yours. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Oh